I love the customers you hate, the ones who don't pay their bills, who ignore past due notices and dodge phone calls. Hi, I'm Melissa Nash from Checkmark Collections. Do you have these kinds of customers? I'd love to have them. My job is to collect past due money for you, and if I don't recover, you pay nothing. With Checkmark, you've got nothing to lose except your bad debt. Visit checkmarkcollections.com and start getting paid today. Faith, hard work, freedom. We've got so much more to do. Florida. This is the Brian Mutt Show. News Radio 1290 WJNO. Your weekly stock market and cryptocurrency update. My first rule of money. Never let your money and emotions cross paths. Joel, what happens when, when you do? Really bad stuff. It is really bad stuff. I mean, you don't like... Losing money, losing out on money, right? No. <laughs> I, I didn't mean for that to be a loaded question. <laughs> is, there, uh, <laughs> is there something you'd like to get no. off your chest? No, or? we're good. Okay, Bad right. stuff, it's it's horrible. It, it, it is that. Uh, so, yeah, statistically, over 90% of the time that people jump in and out, they try to time. Their investments time the market, they end up worse off than if they had just stayed the course with their original plan and, and stayed on plan. So my uh, my goal with this story is to put everything in perspective weekly for you so you can plan soundly for your financial future unemotionally and really understand what's going on in the markets, but also the economy. And the uh, stock market itself, you know, it, it is the greatest wealth creation machine in the history of the world. I want you to be able to benefit from it without making mistakes. As we take a look at the Dow, the S&P 500, and NASDAQ stand coming into this week, well, we saw a mixed market last week. The Dow was off 1%, but the S&P 500 was up 1%. The NASDAQ up 2 The Dow is 10% away from all-time highs back in correction territory. The S&P 500 is 12% lower. The NASDAQ is off 19%, but it's the first time in a very long time that the NASDAQ has been outside of bear market territory or declined at 20% or more. So anyway, what we saw in terms of trends last week, yeah, the uh, tech stocks are sharply higher. And, of course, the tech-heavy Nasdaq benefiting the most. A lot of what's going on, a boom in AI spending by corporate America. There's a lot of optimism out there about AI and its expansion and, and that it could end up uh, you know, being a, a big boom for the economy over the uh, short term. There also was optimism Late last week about a debt ceiling deal, which turned out to be founded as President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy did come to terms on framework for a deal, which is now being presented to Congress. And while the congressional vote is more than a mere formality and the train could potentially come off the tracks, the belief coming out of the weekend is it probably will get done. So the deal, should it go through, provides clarity on government spending until January of 2025, when a new Congress will be sworn in, as well as potentially a new president as well. With the debt ceiling drama maybe being taken off the table, the question then would flip to, okay, well, what now? As in, what will the catalyst in the markets look like? And that could end in one of two directions. Belief that the AI boom is enough to keep the good vibes going or a closer look at inflation in the Fed, which, while moderating, is still extraordinarily high. In fact, that is still greater than far, uh, far greater than double the Fed's target rate for inflation, which means that rates almost certainly are going to be raised again, which is likely to keep growth under pressure and could pressure second tier banks into difficult circumstances throughout the summer as well. 
As for cryptos, well, digital currencies, they moved higher along with tech stocks over the past week. Bitcoin enters this week sitting just below 28000 having added around $1,500 last week. Ethereum added about 100 bucks to sit near 1900 Meanwhile, the Bitwise ETF that represents the top 10 cryptocurrencies was essentially flat, meaning that the digital currency rally remained pretty much concentrated with the leaders. The biggest short-term issue for cryptos continues to be the threat of regulation and what that's going to look like. We still don't have any clarity there. So you're probably going to continue to see them range-bound in the meantime. Now, I cannot provide value analysis for cryptocurrencies because they have no inherent value, but I can for stocks because they do. If we use the S&P 500 as the benchmark, if only fundamentals and nothing else mattered, the downside risk in the market is 34% right now from current levels. That is flat with a week ago as prices rose and fundamentals slightly improved as well. But it's 23% less risk than the highs we reached last year. So the market is still nowhere near as risky as it was at, at one point just over a year ago. Now, my concern regarding the economy, banks, all that, it's still there. Uh, so, you know, I, do I think that we're probably going to see something like a 34% sell-off if, if things really start to go south? No, I mean, that seems a bit much, but it could be a lot. And if we had a significant sell-off over the short run, you know, you, you want to make sure you have a plan to account for these things. If it wouldn't negatively impact you in your daily life, great. You're probably well-positioned. If it would, well, that's when you need a new plan and, and maybe somebody that can help put one together for you.